As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to FTO Podcast on the FTO Network. Listen and enjoy. Okay, how's it going, everybody? This is D with FTO Nerd Talk. I have uh, Sibu from Font from the Misfits. How's it going? Hey, I'm great, D. Hi, everyone. Uh, so I'm gonna just get right into it. Um, I read the synopsis of this, and it feels like a comic book. But you told me before that it's it's gonna be more of an animated series that you're pitching to certain companies, right? Correct. Um, I'm actually thinking about pitching it here locally in um, to Netflix essay, um, but I'm not going to say too much about that. But yeah, um, it's going to be an animated series. Now you uh, you have a lot of a lot of different avenues inside this. You got celestial gods. You got Egyptian gods. Like uh, themes inside of it. You have like cyberspace. Like you have like uh-huh. all these all like all those different like uh, godly or celestial type feels inside of it. How is that going to work with like having it be human at the same time? Like, how are you going to pull that off? Um, I think, you know, it's, I think it comes down to first and foremost, the mission is always tell a good story. I always believe in um, telling a good story that ties in very well. So uh, the way that I've established the universe, I've kind of established it in three tiers where it's, it's the pre-universe, it's the right. universe that exists, and it's the universe that we know. And the universe that we know being our everyday um, life and reality here on earth and the universe that exists that we that exists being the universe outside so it's kind of like the space that we don't know the civilizations that exist outside of the borders of earth um happening and coexisting so um i'm i've basically tied all those in with those characters because those these characters come from different backgrounds and they all come and the story culminates here on earth I feel that. Like um, I feel like they all come from different backgrounds and different elements inside of them too. Like mm. like otherworldly and like uh, other regions of the earth also. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's yeah, I mean that's 
that's why they're they're called the misfits you know it's it's a band of people from different backgrounds um different also different philosophies and beliefs and they often clash um with each other because of their you know preconceived beliefs and notions but i mean the story is about them finding a common ground um it's also about like a story of it's universal lessons that we all know that we can all relate to that just grounds the story okay i get that completely you have a you have one character named Stacy Jane. She's a she's a a double agent. She she works for one company, but she's actually working for a different company. And yeah. I, I'm thinking to myself, like in a world full of gods and and like uh, computer experts and things like that, like how how is that character <laughs> gonna, gonna work? Does, like in, in in sync with that. That is that is that is the interesting character. So. For me personally, Stacey Jane, I drew a lot of influence from, she, she, she's the Batman of the team. Okay, um, with her, so she so can do she, anything. Yeah, she, she's, the, she's the Batman of the team. She's the, I had, I had one of her quotes is, um, every, one of her quotes that she says is that everyone's a god, everyone's an, an all-powerful god that can't be stopped until I put them on the operating table. So wow. Stacey Jane, <laughs> Stacey Jane is, is, a character in the same sense of that she is more tactical. She sits, she looks for soft spots, she looks for weaknesses. Um, and yeah, and she's mad driven because of her story. And the, 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 the reason why she, she's become this is because she's lost so much to these aliens um, that have taken away her family. So she's now driven, you know, to take them out. Are we gonna, are we gonna find out more about her path or like as the series goes on? Yeah, yes, yes. So right she, she's much in the vein of, uh, there's, there's, since, you know, we, we've kind of, just a brief backstory, now we've, we've had first contact with aliens and we're living under this secure, this um, big brother stage, you know, where we have to report to aliens if they're among us, you know. And, and all, you know, and all that aliens, takes place in South Africa, right? Yeah, yes, okay. yes. Um, I'm, I'm actually playing on the trope that, you know, in, the first contact happens is a big battle between two aliens that actually takes out the the United States and the West. Oh so wow! So African countries become superpowers, and it's a scary <laughs> wow. thing. Yeah, it's it's it becomes a scary thing because um, it was two aliens that were engaged in this battle that just land up on Earth, and they did so much destruction. The Earth now is like, wow, what if there are more of these things? You know, so that's when that's how the USF, the United Sciences Foundation is formed, a human supremacist group, and their key objective is to protect the earth and humans' interests. So, so black and brown people are pretty much like yeah. the majority race on, on, yeah. on planet earth now. Yeah, basically wow. that's, the, the power has shifted basically. <laughs> wow. And like, since you, since you bring up the power shift, there is one character you have here named the Statesman. He's, a, he's an ex-slave yeah. who sold his yeah. soul to the devil for uh, what was it? He made it with devil for, for for immortality, pretty much. For immortality. So the the statesman character, um, he's he's great because I like he's a look at the past, and he he's he's he, how do I put it? He he comes from the past, so he's kind of life to him has become expendable since he's lived with people and seen them, seen them grow and die. Right. And he's he he's basically seen the brutal nature of human beings, you know. What, what's, so I, what's his motivation? Yeah, so I think his biggest his biggest motivation is um, retribution, looking for purpose, looking. I think when I wrote him, he's looking for the good inside people that he's lost. He's 
he's lost that faith in humanity and bit by bit, you know, with these small children in Africa and, and small children, yeah, in South Africa, he sees that and he's, he's driven to protect innocence. You know? oh, so, so there's still poverty, there's still bloodshed in Africa. Yeah, is what you're I think that's a, I think that's a universal thing, you know, even though wow. we become a superpower, we still have those issues, you know, poverty. Yeah, no, I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, also man. what he, he, what he calls the, the, the devil as well is, is his lack of understanding of, you know, back, back in his time of celestial beings, because he was, was actually in ask. contact with a, yeah, with an alien that gave him these um, abilities. Gotcha. I was going to ask, like, 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 so you say, like, there is a devil being exchanged for, like, you know, a crossroad type deal. It must be mm. a celestial that's did it for Correct. him. Gotcha. Yeah. But, I mean, during his time, he wouldn't have been able to, to interpret it as a celestial being. He would have used his point of reference. Right. His na- naivete mm. probably thought it was a god. I gotcha. Yeah. A god mm. or a devil. Uh, you, you have, like, one character that, uh, that protects something called prime humans what what exactly yeah. are prime humans so so prime humans on the oh i don't want to share too much but gotcha. um, they are basically the the celestials of the universe and we I, we're referring to teresa titan now where she was the goddess yes. of the prime human so her story is very storm like yeah it's, it's a story of 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 redemption because the the prime humans essentially were this big they were this massive colonial group and they went to planets and they seeded life on different planets but also um were very were also big into taking over worlds as well and instituting their laws and she was basically the enforcer um she was basically their warlord basically their protector as they call it their protector but she was basically like their biggest you know their biggest gun in the colonial armada so with her story it's a story of of humbling her bringing her down to, to, to earth, humbling her, um, teaching her um, also for her as a learning experience of what she did. And she's just basically trying to redeem herself um, as a purpose. Wow. Wow. Because like he, you, she would put into, into, self, into self-exile, right? Yeah. Yes. Wow. That, that, that's some like very Superman-esque type uh, story writing mm. right there, man. Because yeah. Superman did the same thing after he killed someone. He put himself in a self-exile. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's real. That's really cool. I like that nod. Mm. That's very awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I you know, with with her story, I we she's this all powerful being. It's also kind of like the the, the Marvel Thor there, where I humble her a bit so she can live amongst man as a man. You know, gotcha. I mean, men as as a man, and also you know to learn to learn to love to learn to value life. I think that's the biggest um, plot arc for her is to learn to value life. So we see yeah. that we see that that that, that process in her in a, yeah. in, a, in a god essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, can you imagine you were a god with all these powers? It'd be such a disconnect between you yeah. and human beings in the way that you experience life. I really want to see how you execute that. It's not like it can be like a nice journey to watch her go to that. And if she gets heartbroken, that can be even more complex. I like that. Yeah. Mm. There, there is one character though that really, uh, really caught me off guard. Really, like I wonder, like what, what her role is in this. It's uh, mm. the Tembisa Gaxa. Tembisa, yeah, yeah. You said it correctly, actually. Okay. Um, Tembisa. So, so what I, what I like about, um, so with the power flip, you know, you have we. I'm also going to delve into now having Africans, you know, own their resources and assets and then profit from them, you know. So they're going to be these mining families that are actually black, that are African, that own their resources. Right. And Tembisa is basically one of one of the heirs of a massive mining company um, owned by her father. And 
she grew up with wealth and affluence, but she saw the poverty that she was surrounded by. So she, instead of, you know, choosing a life of, of leisure and, you know, and, and wealth, she actually chose a life of service. And in her way, serving the community was, you know, enlisting in the military. So I've actually, I've got the, the URAUDF, which right. is the United um, Republic of Africa. Um, That's Force. what that stands for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, she was, she was, she was um, part of the Zulu Special Forces, which is actually an actual Special Forces group in my story. Um, but also, well, not, not only does she have all this money, all this equipment, but she's also yeah. like a badass soldier on top of it. Exactly. So she's gotcha. proficient as well. And um, come to reveal that her, her good nature, yes, though it comes from herself, but also she is the, she is, her ancestor was one, was a great African, was a great Amkosa god um, in South Africa or celestial, but a celestial called a god back then. So she's able to basically transform into this god and call upon the, um, her power um, in order to amplify her in battle. That, that power that she calls upon, like what, what exactly does that look like? So she basically, so she would, she turns basically into the, the actual, the actual celestial being. Wow. Um, yeah. She turns into the actual celestial Very being. Very sailor moon. Like, That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I think the influence there, it's kind of like, you know, like a Shazam or like a soul. When you look at the <laughs> I dig that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, and, and her story is more about, you know, like with especially in South Africa, man, there's like different. It's still very like there's different zones, you know. Like you, you still get your area where you know I can go home, you know, and be a black African, you know. But like okay. if I'm in like the city or town, I gotta put on my white accent, you know, and be a certain way. <laughs> so it's kind of also, <laughs> it's also kind of that um kind of classes like in ways too. Classes exactly. Yeah. She's lived the but then she goes back, you know, she starts getting these dreams. She starts getting sick. And then her grandmother knows that what knows what's going on with her. And her grandmother takes her back to the village, back to her roots, you know, and then this God is called forth. And it's actually because she's tied to this God and it's her awakening. Wow. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like, um, like uh, a lot of nuance. Uh, it sounds like, like she, she's a, a social chameleon. Then like, you know, she has an awakening mm-hmm. where somebody like and find out who she really wants to be is what you're trying to tell me. Exactly, exactly. And now That's also cool. she has the power to make the change she wants to see as well. I dig that, man. I really dig that. There, there, mm. There's one more character you have want to talk about, and uh, it's, it's Isaac. Isaac seems like, you Isaac. know, you put a kid inside of this also, but he's also a god on top of it. Like, uh, yeah. like how, 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 does that, how does that work? Like, have like a kid, like in this world, like with celestial gods who are trying to redeem themselves, like a hacker who are trying to like do take over the internet or like be uh, gods within the internet. You have like mercenaries yeah, so, and immortals. How does he fit in all this? <laughs> so Isaac, Isaac, um, Isaac is a fun character. So basically Isaac is a celestial being. Um, and he, in his story, like the comedic element is that his body gets taken and then he gets put inside this kid's body. So there's oh, always wow. that element of, like, oh, here's this um, sweet, innocent kid, but he's cold, calculating and clinical. You know, he's more of, his, his, his arc is more trying to take him away from his clinical machine, you know, uh, machine emotions to try and bring him into, you know, how, how people, you know, like a softness, a coldness. So he's very, he's the scientist of the team and he's very cold and clinical and calculating. But he looks like also, this young kid. Yeah, he, he looks like wow. he's in this young kid's body. That's and also cool. him, 
his race of um, celestials and Teresa's race of celestials have been at odds as well throughout the universe. Oh, so time. you got fractions too? Yeah, yeah. No way. So, so <laughs> Teresa is yeah. <laughs> Teresa is a prime human, whereas Isaac is an ancestor. Oh, so like yeah, you got classism with the gods also. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so there's, there's, well, with, with all the, with Teresa being gone, so Teresa was like the big, you know, the big dictator up there, the big kahuna. So with her being gone, everyone's going for power grabs um, with her being gone. So that's why there's so much conflict in the universe and these alien refugees escaping to Earth because Earth is sort of undiscovered and is, you know, um, it's basically like, no, it, it's basically a developing civilization. So all the celestials and gods have a no-touch policy on Earth. Meaning, so like, me, so meaning it's it's Earth is basically Switzerland to them, or like a baby. So like it's basically all of like, Earth. Yeah, all of Earth is. Oh man. Is, yeah, it's basically so the celestials see Earth as a baby, as a child, so they won't strike it or attack it. So like they they have to do what they the celestial has to do what they do to influence, not mm. not by like cause or cause and action. Correct, as as like a as like a prime directive almost, and that's what they do with most of the planets. <laughs> I like that. You got, you got yeah. a lot of nuances for different like parts of nerdism inside there, man. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> how much uh, how much South African culture did you put into this story? Oh, cool. No, I I love this question. Um, it's actually so it's based in South Africa, so I have some of the characters like Tembisa, who's actually closer. And I've also, I've tried to include everyone's, you know, demographic where I've got, you know, um, you know, English South Africans, Afrikaans South Africans, um, Black Africans. And I think that it's also like that, homework, man. yeah, it's also that like telling our, our, it's also that telling our story as well. And also trying to, like I say, in a sense that trying to look forward in what South Africa will look like, you know, in the, in the, in the future, in the near future, you know, with this, you know, in the, with the, like the sci-fi elements as well. Did you, so did, I, uh, did you take in all this from Afrofuturism for that? Or yeah. did you, oh, you did. Yeah, I did. So I've, I've okay. got a lot of, yeah, like a lot of my influences is, is cyberpunk and sci-fi and Afrofuturism. So it's, I've, I've got a lot of influences that I draw from um, in those realms. Right on. Uh, uh, I, this is all I'm gonna say. I'm saving this for last, but uh, I have to talk about it. There's a lot of topless women in something like the the preview yeah. that you sent me. Is this yeah. a not suitable for work type story, or is it, yeah, is it um, like for teenagers? You know, that's 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 the thing. I'm personally, I'm gonna try and push this as far as Netflix is gonna let me, or whoever <laughs> I'm pushing this is gonna let me. Um, I get you. I've, yeah, I've always been, you know. I think I've always leaned towards adult-focused um, an- animations, more your Japanese way. OVAs and your mangas. So I've always enjoyed, you know, a- um, animation for adults um, as a as a creative space. But yeah, again, I just want to see how far I can push this. You know, they always say aim high, aim for the stars, land on the moon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Should get that tattooed or, or at least on a mug. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah. Who's the who's the artist in this? Who's the artist like of this work? So I'm actually the artist and the writer. My goodness, and... man! You burn the candle at both <laughs> ends. Yeah, thank you. So I'm, I'm actually, I am openly looking for artists as well to help me develop this. And if I could actually find a, like a comic book artist, that would be great because then you actually have something tangible instead of just the script and the concept art. You actually have a comic book as well to take to um, the pitch meeting, which is always um, great. 
great as well. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was, this started out as a side project, um, you know, after hours, after work, I'm in class studying. And yeah, I've, I'm kind of going to take it further now as, as my passion project. Yeah, I see like your base on uh, Instagram is getting pretty big. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. that they have like a big, a big like, say about what happens with this. Also, like, what, what have they been telling you? What feedback have you yeah. been receiving about this story? Man, I've, I've been getting great feedback, I must say. I think, I think the most now everyone is like, when's the comic book coming? I out? bet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's that. Like, and sometimes it's like, where can I get this? You know? And I think a lot of it is that it's a, it's a fresh um, perspective because, I mean, we've got, the, we've got the Harry Potters and the Asgards and yeah. the, you know, the Star Wars. So it's nice having something new like that, it, that comes out of Africa that not everyone, you know, in the entertainment like, that, we, that we get in our entertainment is, you know, that rep- represents Africa. You know, we got America and Japan. So I just want us to be a big player as well. I get that. God start storytelling. I get that completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll change the subject just for a little bit. Talk about uh, some other nerdy stuff that's happening right now. Uh, I'll talk, talk with you about this a little bit beforehand, but The Boys, season the boys. two is coming out. I, have you seen the, the recent trailer? I have that not seen was, the trailer yet. I need to. Yo, you need to see because I was, <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much, but I was like, is there any way someone can be worse than Homelander? And that's a scary thought. And, and they found somebody, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I, uh, I, did, I didn't see the trailer, but I know that they, they have this, uh, this new female antagonist who's more of a, a feminazi, pretty much. Like she's yeah, like a hardcore yeah. feminist, I, but she's more of an antagonist than a, pro, hmm. uh, a protagonist. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm assuming she's um, Stormfront from the comic book. Yes, that's, that's who she is, but they, they switched the gender on her. They yeah. switched the gender, correct. Yeah. correct. I think, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good move. Um, very modernized, very yeah. Yeah, very modernized. I dig I also, it. Yeah, I also kind of like having the balance between, you know, the, the, the genders as well. You have that in your stories too, like the balance of the <laughs> genders. Yeah, no, I think, I, like... Me personally, this is just me personally, like you can watch like, they can be a comic book of the X-Men or Justice League where it's just dudes, man. And I'm like, yo, like in, in reality, you know, they, we, we, we've got to have like a balance here, you know, they've got, yeah. you've got to represent everyone, you know. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, we've got to have a little girl looking up to like and the equivalent to a Superman, you know. I feel like that's probably that. I'm assuming that's why you have so many like female protagonists or antagonists in your story too, because of that same reason. Yeah. I yeah, I get I get asked that question a lot, and I'm like, and my response is always, "There's enough dudes. There's enough dudes <laughs> out there." <laughs> that's always my my go-to. I get like that. You're, we're not we're not starved for male um, um superhero characters. That's always my go-to. There, there's another bit of news out there. That's uh, Mulan. The movie yeah. Mulan, like the live action film that Disney was making, is going straight to Disney Plus for thirty bucks. Like, uh, oh, are you wow. gonna are you gonna watch it on Disney Plus, definitely. or you're just gonna just say forget definitely. it? Definitely, definitely. Oh, you're all over I've, it. Yeah, I've I've always been a fan of Mulan. It's one of one of the things that I grew up watching. Like we we man we we you know growing up like I didn't have you know like a TV, so you'd catch glimpses of different things, you know. So yeah. Mulan was definitely, Mulan Hercules was definitely one of those things that I caught and like yeah. that's what made me start drawing as well. So I'm definitely going to check it out and see, you know. Dirty um, bones though, man. Like, that's, a, that's a big amount to watch one movie, but it's yours yeah. automatically after that, but yeah. Mm. 
yeah, it's it's a big amount, but if I want people to support me, I've also got to su- you know support the industry as no, well. No, I get that. I get that completely. Mm-hmm. I got one more bit of news for you to talk about. Uh, do you ever play the old game Battletoads? I haven't, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're bringing it. It's a game. It's like a Ninja Turtle type game, but with with frogs instead. Okay. It's, oh, ju- it's <laughs> a lot like Ninja Turtles. It's a video game, but it's uh, it's just like it's a lot like Ninja Turtles, but it's all Toads, and uh, it's gonna be released in August here. I don't have like the exact mm. date here in August, but it's gonna be on Xbox and uh, and Steam. Oh man, it's it sounds like one of those nineties contests. Oh one of yeah. Those, like, Biker mice, um, you know, um, SWAT cats. It sounds like one of those. <laughs> Biker mice from Mars, street sharks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> street sharks. Train through the ground in the intro. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the game was cool. Like I seen the trailer. It looks, it looks pretty awesome. But uh, I don't know if I'm even chilling off for this. I, I do need a new game to play, and I do like the I do like like the base that the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. have. It's just like it's just like a Streets of Rage type of game, you know. Oh, nice! Like, like nice. side stroller fight type of games, but yeah, yeah, I'm all over yeah. it. Like, I'm for me personally, I'm on it. No, and you, are you gonna get? Are you gonna get that controller with the joystick and the <laughs> buttons? <laughs> That's the only way to play those games, man. <laughs> You're not wrong about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play that with like a keyboard or a console control. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this is the last thing I want to talk to you about, and it's probably mm. a sour note for some people, but. Uh, you, you were talking about gender based before, like in like having like, like mm. the gender representation in stories and your story. Mm. I, I looked at your uh, your link your link tree and mm. you have mm. uh, safer spaces talking about gender based violence in South Africa. Yeah. Is that is that gonna be talked about inside your stories too? It's ooh, it's it's very nuanced. I think I need to learn a bit more because I'm also learning about it, you know, myself. So right. I need to learn bit more about it you know and to touch on it from an educated perspective because it's a very it's a very serious topic and it's near and dear to my heart as well um one of our biggest problems here in south africa is um gender-based violence you know and our femicide rate so it's something very near and dear to me and uh, and if i if i when i if i do touch not when i touch it i really want it to be well done and i get that and well thought out i get that mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, this has been fun, man. <laughs> this has I been a blast. I've enjoyed. This is actually my first um, podcast. Ever, what? So, uh, yeah. You're, you're, All right. You're the first <laughs> um, podcast I've ever had in my entire life. So this was fantastic. I'm glad it went well for you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it did. It did. I try no, to make it. Try to make it smooth and comfortable for everybody. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed myself. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Where can people find you? So people can find me on Instagram at amateur.human, uh, one word lowercase. And for now, that's my main avenue. And on my Instagram, I've got my link tree as well. So that yep. will take you to my different social pages. Why, why amateur human? Like before we go, why amateur? <laughs> why, why is that your name? It's, it's, yeah, it's a play, you know, it's a play on my love for sci-fi and also... I started the page when I was still really learning, you know, basically learning you know, how to draw, how to do storytelling. So I consider myself an amateur, you know, when it comes to writing and, and drawing. And I'm it's kind of just stuck. Eh? Yeah, it's kind of just stuck. And it also communicates my love for sci-fi, you know, with the human part. Um, yeah, Very so nuanced. Wow. I like the answer. That's a good answer. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
Oh, thanks, Pete. Um, this has been awesome. I'm, I'm glad you had fun, man. Uh, everyone out there, make sure you check out his page. It's so good. It's just like all the art there. It really popped to me. And I had like, I just had to talk with you, dude. I just did. Like, no, I just, I just you. seen your work. I just had like, to hit you up. Thank you. I really appreciate that. The, um, it was it was awesome talking to you too. And it's also I, I love I love what you're doing as well. You know, ex- talking about the culture, expanding the nerd spaces. Um, I love what we didn't have this back in the nineties. No, man, we didn't. I'm glad you've got it now. <laughs> you know, no. And like going on different avenues is always nice to do. Like to find people that you wouldn't normally hear about or talk about, and just sit down and just like mm. just have a chat with them. I, that's my favorite thing about doing this. Thank you, man. And yeah, people from, also, I appreciate you giving me a platform as well from, you know, from South Africa, a different country as well. So I, I appreciate that as well. So thanks for being on the show, man. You guys check out FTO Nerd Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, check out, uh, check out this page. Check out, like, check out Amateur Human, amateur.human. Just check it out. It's going to be great. You won't be disappointed. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.